Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got Jerry Recco in here with his first update of the day. And, of course, you had a impressive performance by Jalen Brunson and the Nets winning streak snap that he will get to as well. Good morning, Jerry. What's happening? Well, good morning. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. In terms of the DeMar Hamlin situation and the game the other night, I think this is the quote uh, that you were talking about a few minutes ago, Boomer. This was Zach Taylor revealing that conversation he had with Sean McDermott on the field when things were happening. The first thing he said was, I need to be at the hospital tomorrow, and I shouldn't be coaching this game. And so that, to me, provides all the clarity because there, there was no uh, unprecedented is the word that gets thrown out a lot about this situation because that's what it is. Uh, but in that moment, he really uh, showed who he was, that, that all his focus was just on Tomorrow. And, of course, we know how the rest of the night went. Um, Joe Burrow did speak yesterday. He was asked his thoughts on finishing the game or not finishing the game with the Bills. I think that would be tough, uh, just just scheduling-wise. I think, you know, I think whatever Buffalo would want to do would be what we would want to do as well. We're, you know, behind them 100% and support them in, in whatever they would decide to do going forward. So we'll see. No decision has been made on that or uh, determination as of now. Uh, Giants-Eagles on Sunday. So i got to take you back to yesterday when I played this clip from from Tuesday. Jeff Saturday talking about Kayvon Thibodeau and the uh, the snow angel he did next to Nick Foles, who was obviously injured on the field, though Thibodeau didn't know about it. This was Saturday, just as a refresher. Yeah, tasteless uh, from the from the celebration afterwards, just, you know, trash. Not a fan of it at all. So Thibodeau yesterday met the media. Now, this is a 30-second exchange with a reporter where I think the question was asked of him was something along the lines of, you know, there have been critics about what you did, and they mentioned that it was Jeff Saturday. And Thibodeau Businesses doesn't understand who he has to answer to in terms of critics. Who, I just want to say, who's the gatekeeper of when to do something? So once we figure out who the gatekeeper is, then we can write the rules and then we can establish, you know, the narratives and things like that. But until, you know, you guys actually are in the sport and do it, 
and be in that moment, you can't create a narrative on it, you know? Well, we're not creating a narrative on it. The guy, the other team's coach had a problem with it. He's a guy who played the game. The other team's players I don't, I don't had know a who problem he is. with it. No, I just don't know who... Like, anybody who comments on it, unless I know who they are, doesn't really affect me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just an unbelievably ridiculous answer. But at that point, I hope someone, but I guess they didn't follow up and go, I'm telling you who he is. He's the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts who played the game for over a decade. So if you're telling me that we can't criticize you because we weren't out there, we didn't play the game, that's one thing. The guy who's really criticizing you did play the game. At a very high level. I'll tell you what, it's really hard to root for a guy like this. It really is. I mean, you know, and the images of him doing your snow angel as... Nick Falls is going through whatever he's going through right next to him, like That's shaking. The first time I saw that yeah. video, yeah. So, so what what's happening there? It looks like he's uh, lost his breath. He got the wind knocked yeah, out of him because he fell on the ball. And by the way, again, I look at that. Pl- I look at that play, and I'm saying, how is that not a penalty? And then right. you're not supposed to tackle the quarterback like that. You're not supposed to drive him into the ground with all your weight on him. That's the kind of crap play that we're trying to get out of the out of the league. So. Here's a guy that's laying on his back, got the wind knocked out of him, probably broke a rib or two, kind of like, um, you know, uh, Mike White. And I'm just thinking that here he is completely unaware of what's going on. Okay, so what he could have said is said, look, I didn't realize he was hurt. Yeah. You know, I was laying on my back. I was doing my snow angel. I'm sorry. I didn't realize what that looked like. That's all he had to say. Well, then I would have said, okay, when you did realize he was hurt, you went to the sideline and did the sleeping motion. So... Now what? The kid's clueless. Well, I mean, in this regard, anyway. He seems sounds, sounds like a pretty smart kid and should know better, but he's still a kid and he's still trying to figure it out. But he's hard to root for, I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that he wouldn't appreciate it if that were Daniel Jones that were on the ground and there was a defensive player or, that were doing that. Go back to go back to go back to uh, preseason when he took a, a shot to the knee, right? Uh, by I think a Bengal tight end, I think it was. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But right, yeah. and you know, if that tight end stood over him and goes, night-night, bye-bye, you know, that right. kind of thing. I mean, that's... Yeah. that's or pretends he's on crutches or something. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, come on. But yeah. here's the thing about the NFL. It's the great equalizer. You know, eventually you got to respect the game or the game is going to get you. Sooner or later, it's going to get you. And Jeff Saturday, too, to his credit, was very, not very, but was upset his guys didn't come to Foles' defense in that situation to do a damn thing about it. But remember, you know, he's a former offensive lineman. He's a former all-pro center. Yeah. And the center is the leader of those guys. Yeah. And, you know, Peyton Manning, I'm sure, took really good care of those guys. And those guys took really good care of Peyton Manning. This is Nick Falls. He's been there for six months. These guys are having a hard time offensively anyway and probably didn't even realize what it looked like. But could you imagine if one of the offensive linemen would have like went down and speared Kayvon Thibodeau when he was on the ground doing his snow angels? I mean, I'm that would have looked like. I'm, I'm shocked that one didn't. Right. Or at least when he got up, got pushed to the ground or something. I mean, that's a that's a personal foul he'll take every single time. Yep. Especially in a game like that. Yeah. Season's over. Well, I would say that it would probably happen if it were... Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, something like that happened to one of those guys. Because that's the meal ticket for everybody on that team. Yeah. And that and those guys have long term relationships with the guys that they're playing with in a little different perspective, you know, as opposed to, you know, Peyton Manning and Jeff Saturday on the field together. Jets Dolphins this weekend. Mike White starts, Joe Flacco, the backup. Talk about kids trying to figure it out. Uh, that would be Zach Wilson. Rob Sala did have some advice for Wilson for this weekend. Go read a book, go do something. I mean, I just, I, you know, I don't understand. 
So you're going to dust them off to play two critical games when the season is on the line. But then when the season isn't on the line and you could just have him go out there and his performance essentially doesn't matter, you're going to tell him to read a book. Go read a book, go do something. <laughs> go read a book, go do something? I mean, what is the full quote? He's what? I, I got to hear the full quote. I can't just hear like, come what on. What are you talking about? I, this is what he said. Go read a book, go do something. There's got to be something else attached to that. Come on, he Jerry. wants him to get his mind off football and reset. Okay, which is which has been his narrative. Now, now he also, but weeks. he also supported yeah. Zach Wilson. It's more fun just to play that. Though. I know, but come hell or high water, we're going to support this kid. <laughs> yes, he basically, also said that he has been saying that for weeks. He's I, never wavered from that. Right. Okay, so <laughs> that's I, I, more that, fun. That, that, that's that's <laughs> cheap, Jerry. You're just making him. I disagree. I, he I said disagree. It. It's cheap, but I need to hear. I need to hear the whole thing in totality. All right, I guess I can play it. Go read a book, go do something. Uh, get away from this game, just just reset. Uh, you know, um, I think the greatest strength and greatest gift you can give yourself as a human is to figure out what's important to you. What do you value and uh, and how can you stick to those values day in and day out? That is the greatest gift you can give yourself is right. to discover I mean, yourself. That's fine, or we right. could just... Book, go do something. You're mean, Jerry. You're really mean. I'm the mean one. Everyone wants Zach Wilson sent to Alaska, and I'm the mean Let's one. Say Coach Peichel was going through this. Would you would you play something like that, like a greatest college coach ever? Would right, never do exactly. That. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I'll see you tonight. I know. So I've heard. Oh, it's tonight. Yes, that is wow. tonight. Yeah. Looking forward to this. Uh, yes, what time will you be there? I'm not telling right you. Before tip off. I'm not telling you. I'm sure. That's Half fine. time. Half time. No, I'll be there before that. Of course. Uh, would you start Mike White or Zach Wilson this week? Uh, probably Mike White. You would? Yeah, because I don't think, I don't, what do you get out of starting Zach Wilson? What do you get out of starting Mike White? I don't know. Is he healthy? If he's healthy, he goes out and plays really well. I want to, right. But you know what Mike White is healthy. You know that already. I think I do. Well, okay. I think I do. But I mean, isn't this the perfect spot for a kid who is just like completely lost? Game doesn't matter. Go out there, play fast and lose. Yes. You had another couple weeks off. But risk reward, I think the risk could outweigh the reward here. Well, the reward is how nothing. much worse can it get for Zach Wilson? He could, as I said to Al, he could go nine for thirty for ninety-two yards. Yeah, but and everybody throw three thinks picks. he stinks anyway. I know that, but then at that point, you gotta just so here's the deal. with him. So when you play the rest of that quote. That's that's the money stuff that he's talking about. I suppose because he's talking about uh, you know give yourself. What, what did he say? Something along the lines. What did he say? Go read a book. Go do something. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> After that, and it really gives you a perspective. Like you know, is football number one in your life? That's what every quarterback has to be. Has to has to love the game. Has to love uh, the grind of it. Has to love the getting ready to play and understanding who you're playing. All of that stuff. And he does say that. About this young man. You know, you, you got to get your priorities straight. That's the Milf. money quote. <laughs> maybe he, uh, maybe you should send him a copy of A Boy Named Boomer. Maybe that's the book he should he should read. Well, why are you bringing me into this? Like, why because you I think like, that would be perfect. It's just like it's a children's book. He seems like a child. It's about you. You were a Jet quarterback. I think that'd be the perfect book to read. No, you're... That's not nice. What do you mean it's not nice? I mean, like, I mean sell you another saying, copy of that. All I'm saying is that the real meat and potatoes of that quote is not to read a book and go do something. Yes, it's it the other part. It's a, to get yourself, uh, you know, the priority straight. Understand what you want in life and what Bills. you want to get out of life. <laughs> all right, okay. I mean, you guys are unbelievable. I agree. You <laughs> just can't help yourselves. That's and Eddie can't help himself. No. So, but that, again... What he says after that, reading the book and everything else, is is the money spot, and 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 I it tells me that they think that he's not committed 
to the craft of being an NFL quarterback. That's what it tells me. Now, the Dolphins are signing Mike Glennon. Mike McDaniel was asked why. Um, well, it was just his first name. I thought there was some, something good there. And it, and it, it reminded me a lot of myself and, and um, his physical um, appearance. Is this guy serious? <laughs> I saw a great Instagram meme about Mike McDaniel I mean, McDaniel that could be yesterday. Sean Payton and Tom Brady in, in uh, Miami next year. Maybe. God. Dang it. Uh, but uh, this this meme about Mike McDaniel said, Mike McDaniel runs the Dolphins like his dad went on vacation and he was running the company for two weeks. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, the way the way that he does things, like he's making these jokes and the way he does practice. We do like him, though, right? I do like him, yeah. He's, but, uh, yes, he's got personality. It's weird, but I like him. I kind of like it, too. I don't know. How do you feel about it, Eddie? You're the Dolphin fan. I like him. I figured you would. <laughs> uh, Lions-Packers on Sunday night. Dan Campbell was asked, what does it say about your team? You guys had a really rough start to the season, and look where you are. It's possible you could be playing for a playoff spot Sunday night if things break right. Um, you know, we hit a rough spot. We stayed with it, and then here we are. I mean, I, I just think more than anything, it's, um, I don't know what it says. I'm just rambling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these coaches, man, it's a long they season. They too much. It's a yeah. long season. No, they're not, not like, like the baseball managers. They're not like the baseball managers. But they do three times talk every much. day, every single day. Yeah, but they do talk too much, though, too. Even like listening to Sala yesterday, all jokes aside, he d stop talking. He talks in circles and doesn't stop. Yeah, it's a long season. Man. I know, I know. Long, long season. Uh, here is Aaron Rodgers. He was on with uh, Jim Rome. The Lions, no joke, not taking them lightly. It's a real good football team. They won seven out of nine games coming in and and you know there, there'll be something that happens you know in the 325 slot uh in the seattle game that uh is going to affect their uh their opportunity as well so we'll see i don't think that's going to change the way they play but you never know all right to the basketball uh i'll do the knicks first because they did win last night as they would beat the spurs at madison square garden big game for your guy jalen brunson brunson off his back foot scores gives him 31 it's his sixth 30 point game as it is and that is Ed Cohen. You know who with reminds me Clyde on MSG. I, you guys wouldn't remember this, but you know Clyde used to do stuff like this: go in the paint, fall away jumpers. You know he'd always make them when the game was on the line. He was in control of the game, control of the ball. That's why he's our greatest Nick ever. And uh, I got to say, even though we're in a different time and it's a different type of game. Uh, that's the way this kid plays the game. Interesting you say that. So Greg Popovich talked to the media before the game. They asked him why score, you know, scoring is so up and it looks like teams don't play defense. And he basically said everyone is so skilled now and the way they get up and down the floor, it's really hard to actually defend. And the three-point shot has changed the game to where he then said... I'm, I'm just hoping that the league ends up with a, a four-point shot or a five-point shot so we can make it a real circus. And it'll be a different sport. It won't even be basketball. It'll just be a bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. What have I been saying? Sir, Take the three point. more miserable than that guy. <laughs> Take the three-point line out, man. Well, I don't think they're doing that. I think you have a better chance that they do add a four-point line rather than take mm. take it away. No, but uh, listen, here's one of your great basketball coaches of all time basically telling you that the thing is a circus already. Yeah, agreed. Well, he's it's not even sucks right now, too. I mean, that's another point. He's got a lot of good young pieces. And you think he'd be talking about how the game stinks if he was a one seed right now in the Western Conference? Probably not. I will say this, though, that you know Jalen Brunson is a guy that plays inside the three-point line, although he can hit three-pointers and has. But when you watch his game, a lot of it is inside the three-point lines. A lot of 
you know, four-way jumpers, get into the got paint. A good mid-range game. Oh, he's got say. an unbelievable game, and he controls the game, too. And, so. you will, and you'll like this on MSG afterwards, talking about getting his new career high at the Garden. It means a lot. Uh, this building, this team has a lot of history, so uh, I'm just happy I was able to do it here. Um, I love this place. Let's continue to keep rolling. Let's keep going. So, Perfect. That's how you do it. That's how a leader does it. By the way, who was he? Did he have a shirt on when he was being <laughs> I think he did. Okay. Uh, Julius Randle, 25, 13, and four block shots. Three straight wins for the Knicks. The Nets had their 12-game winning streak snapped in Chicago. They lose 121-112 to the Bulls. All five starters for Chicago in double figures. DeMar DeRozan had 22. Here was Jacques Vaughn giving them their props. Tip your hat to, to them. They, they came to play. They were uh, pretty desperate to get a win. And... Uh, we needed that same desperation. Kevin Durant had 44 in the loss on 15 of 22 shooting, but not enough because the Nets found themselves trailing right at the start and never got all the way back. We were playing catch-up a bit, and against this team, we got um, three elite scores from all angles of the floor. You got to be, uh, you got to do your work early, and you got to just be there on the catch, you know? So I felt like a lot of times we chased in a bit. And so they're now 25 and 13 are the Nets, the Knicks 21 and 18 on the season. Also from last night, Sixers uh, defeat the Pacers in overtime 129, 126. Anthony Melton scores 19 with the go ahead three in overtime. Uh, what else of note? The Grizzlies beat the Hornets 131, 107. Bucks over the Raptors in overtime. How about Giannis's line? 30 points, 21 rebounds, <laughs> and 10 assists. And LeBron didn't play, and the Lakers beat the Heat 112, 109. Number four, UConn lost to Providence 73, 61. This is, I mean, this is awful. Georgetown lost again. They lost to Villanova 73-57. They have lost 25 straight regular season conference games. <sighs> and that's one of those situations where you got the legend coaching them. Yeah. And it's it not going to happen. They're, they're not know. going well. Yeah. Hasn't for... I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if like Georgetown or somebody reaches out to Tommy Amaker up at Harvard. Mm. Well, I'm sure teams have been reaching out to Tommy Amaker, no? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'm just thinking that it just is not going well at Georgetown right no, now. it's going terribly. Yeah. Uh, Fordham lost to Rhode Island, uh, and number 16, Duke lost to NC State, 84-60. Rutgers, Maryland tonight, coverage on WCBS 880 at 615. The Devils beat the Red Wings 5-1, to so they've won two of three. Tonight, the Devils take on the Blues, the Rangers play in Montreal, the Islanders in Edmonton, and another monster deal in baseball, the Red Sox keeping Raphael Devers, 11 years, $331 million they agreed to. Yeah, and the fans there celebrating that because they lost. Uh, well, they've Mookie lost. Betts. They've yeah, lost everything. Yeah. They lost Mookie Betts, and they yeah. ended up uh, losing Xander Bo- Bogarts, Bogarts to where San Diego, right? Right. So, so they at least got him to stay, and he's only twenty six, I think. So I guess thirty seven is not terrible when it's over. But yes, no. eleven years for uh, for Devers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 